guys. If you just missed that, that was uh, that was Chris. <laughs> Tell you what, and that's why we started this podcast. Ultimately, we inspired each other and decided that we wanted to inspire other people and show them that they can do anything that they put their mind to. And that's why we're here speaking to you now. This is hey, but this is what the podcast is about. It's about being real. It's about being raw. It's about these mishaps and mess ups, embracing the beauty. In what others consider ugly. Finding the locust flower, finding the locust flower in the mud. I think that's our whole purpose here. Yeah. It's all about. No podcast courses here. Well, if you're tuning in for the very first time, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the like button and review and tell your friends. Because this is where we drop plugs from above. No, but, you know, it, it, it's all about finding those gems in places where either you wouldn't think they'd be or you wouldn't expect them to be. Um, or <laughs> it just really comes from an ugly place, right? And it, and it correlates exactly to... Come by the YouTube channel. Um, You'll see us in person. Kind of lifestyle of some folks. Like um, Steve Harvey's a good example because he's got such an awesome story. That guy uh, came from not much of anything. And uh, really just made his way up the ladder. Yeah, I, I seriously, though, I want to apologize, Chris. You were getting into something pretty deep there, uh, talking about Steve Harvey. And uh, no, no, go, go back to that, though, because that was making me think of the same type of thing with uh, with Tyler Perry. So let's let's go back to that. Expand on expand on Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. There, there is a there was there was a post. I don't know if you guys saw it. And it, they were calling him Atlanta Angel. He paid for. Uh, all the senior folks' groceries in over 70 different stores. Wow, what a generous guy. If you looked at the, uh, you guys remember the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico? And uh, Tyler Perry was, was flying supplies in there in his own private jet. That's awesome. That's pretty crazy. That's really going awesome. out of his way, stepping up. And that's the thing, it's about leading by example, right? So not just asking people to do things. I know right now with covid We've got a lot of celebrities on Instagram, on Facebook that are asking people to step up, but we have no idea what they're doing. And it says a lot more if you see what they're doing. That's so much more inspiring than somebody telling you to step up and do something. Yeah, I think I saw that one video about Pink. She recovered from it, and then she donated like a million bucks to the hospitals and um, something like that. You know, and, and I think it's important to recognize all those folks working basically on the front lines at the hospitals. Um, just so, so grateful for them. A lot of places are really, really overwhelmed with patients or how many hours they're working or how are going to fit people here or there or where. Um, so that was really nice to see. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there right now that we would consider essential workers that really aren't getting the credit that they deserve. Obviously, you have all the medical staff. Uh, the industry that I work in, um, 
you know, I recruit mechanics, truck drivers, uh, warehouse managers, and that's that's something I'm seeing right now. Not much recognition for the truckers right now that are moving those test kits, that are moving that toilet paper, that are moving all of those essential supplies, as well as just all the people that are in fast food. You know, think about how much food's going to the hospital right now for that that's personnel. True. That's true. We are definitely grateful for food and uh, all those that prepare it. I know I am. Amen, brother. Yeah, like we said, we don't know what we're doing, but we had enough motivation to do our best to inspire other people to take that next step forward. You know, you got to start, and it's very true. A lot of folks, you hear it, you hear it all the time. Someone's out there like, you got to start, you got to start. But I tell you, when you do start, that's when you realize the problems that you need to conquer. You, you think you have it all together before you even start, but then you discover things that you never discovered before, and that's why we're here. Yeah, I think our society's really forgotten that it's it's about the journey and not the destination. Exactly. So with a lot of things like Instagram, the instant gratification that we talk about, you know, you could go to any restaurant, you know, a couple months ago and get a meal within 15 to 30 minutes. Go to a fine dining restaurant and have it on your table. But we forgot how much joy there is in cooking a meal for your family with your family and bonding through the process because we put so much emphasis on the end result. We forget about the whole process. And I think there's a lot of joy that you can find in that process. Even driving to work, like, yeah, like in the morning – your goal is to get to work, but how much beauty do you observe on the way to work? But if your mind is continually focused mm -hmm. on work and you're worried about getting there and you're just thinking about all the work that's piled up on your desk, you're missing all that beauty on the way to work. Maybe it's a sunrise. Yeah. I, Maybe it's a, an awesome rare bird that flies next to your car. Yeah. Maybe it's a sports car that you always wish you had that pulled up next to you. You know, just all those little things in our everyday life that we miss we skip over because we're too focused on something else yeah i know i'm i'm definitely guilty of that you just kind of go on autopilot sometimes and you get home or you get to work and you're like i have no idea i don't even remember my drive um because you're on autopilot and you're not taking in like you said evan everything around you um more recently I, i've definitely been appreciative well i'll say before the 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 bunker down <laughs> but I've been more appreciative of driving and just seeing the, the sun setting or you know just the trees around just all these beautiful beautiful things that once upon a time I just completely ignored um, to be honest yeah man I, I feel that way sometimes too uh, I was last night driving and just started looking at the houses around me and at the, the size of the property and just how lush and green everything was as far as like the foliage and the trees and the plants. And when I took a look at it, I felt like I was in a whole different country, just like a whole nother place when I really soaked it up. I was like, wow, there's so much beauty five minutes outside of my neighborhood that I've never noticed before. I yeah. felt like I was on an entirely and different I, planet. I, I wonder how many people take for granted even the fact that um, you can get on a road to drive to work. You can get on a highway. There's some places there is no road. It's dirt. There's no there's no uh, highway sign. First of all, there's no highway. There's no highway signs. There's no street signs. You know, there's no Google Maps. 
is just you and the dirt road and you just you figure it out or you ask someone and they tell you in some language you don't understand <laughs> but that that's the reality you know yep. we we have it so so good um and we're so quick to forget yeah i like i like what you put up chris do you want to talk a little bit about that story that you oh, put yeah. up on instagram you put something up today on there yeah tell, you know, tell us a little morning, bit about that um god just kind of put it on my heart i just needed to just go for a ride and uh um it was kind of on the fly kind of thing i, I didn't plan to make that video i just felt that in my heart and it's like you know what i'm, I'm going to record this because we're living in a time where people are looking and focusing on all of the quote-unquote negatives um and really not being grateful for what they have um you know whether you're working right now and you have to get up and go to work physically or you're working from home uh the, the fact of the matter is you, you still have a job right there's people without work and i love what marshall brought up the other day is is about how we have the privilege of living check to check when there's people who live day to day right if they go out and they don't sell anything that day they're not eating that day they can't see their family that day and uh, we don't have to to live with that. You know, we, we live check to check. We come home to a house, which some people don't have, a bed, running water, electricity, all these things that people just completely wake up and, and dismiss because they're so used to it and they're so accustomed to having it and living this, like you said, Evan, this kind of luxury lifestyle. Um, and it, it's a shame that we constantly need to be reminded of that. Um, but I think right now is a crucial time more than ever for people to be willing to give. Um, so that was the core of my message. Number one, to be grateful for what you have. Um, and that is being content even in your simplistic lifestyle. And number two, being willing to, to give. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. It, it, it can be your service, it can be your time, it can be your energy, it can be just calling someone you haven't talked to in a long time just to check on them. Hey, how you doing? How's your family? Um, that That's what it's really all about. It, it, it doesn't have to be you taking out of your wallet and, oh, I don't know if I have enough to give to that. You know, it doesn't have to be that. Hey, energy is energy, and it's about taking steps to put that energy out. And you know, Praying is a big thing. It's a big component with it. You know, ultimately they say that that prayer would be, you know, or the purpose of prayer is to align our God, our, our will with God's will. You know, prayer is great. It's a very good tool. I, but there's also some footwork that's involved. I love that you brought that up because when I got home, I was like, man, I'm, I'm on a roll. Let me just make another video. <laughs> and I, I started preparing a message um, of telling people about prayer because you know you go to church if you go to church or you're with your parents and they just you just do it no one says what it is how to do it what it means mm -hmm. who am i talking to uh how do i do it you know no one explains any 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 of those things yeah y'all ever heard those prayers where we're like especially when people pray for dinner it's the <laughs> exact same prayer every night and it's usually like it's usually like five or six words or just like a sentence like God, please bless this food to the nourishment of our body. Yeah. And you hear that every night. But do the people but and that's my thing is like 
if there's no heart behind that prayer, it's just idle words coming out. You're reciting something that you read on paper, yeah, something I that you heard. Watching, so I was I think watching you're exactly right, Chris. the other day, and he said like, his dad used to pray the same exact prayer before they have dinner. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Same prayer. Yep. And I'm like, what does that even mean? You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some meaning to the to the nourishment of our bodies, but I, I feel like, Lord, please, please bless this food so that I may help better execute yeah. your will. You know, something like that, something more aligned to using that f- food to fuel yeah. God's will, not just fuel me. Like, that's the way I look at it. But, you know, uh, that's it. And I like what you said, like, there is no... There's not really a formula that's taught for prayer other than I think if you get into some churches like the Catholic Church and, and different things like that, there's not really a formula that's taught. But there isn't really a specific formula to prayer. You can talk to God just like he's your best friend. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for those of you out there that, that don't know, just um, let it flow. prayer is communication uh, directly to God. Um, and there's different ways of praying you know you don't necessarily always have to be praying um externally you can be praying internally you don't have to say verbal words to say a prayer okay you can pray um internally you can pray from your heart and and god can still hear you um for those of you that that don't know you're just driving down the road thank you god for this beautiful sunrise i'd say that's a prayer the first step is the hardest step, and you'll come to realize that the first step is actually in your mind. And once you break out of that prison, that illusion, that imaginary prison, the thing that confines you, that tells you you can't do it, can't make it, that you're not a creator, once you bypass that voice, anything's possible. Anything. I mean, I don't think any of us expected to be here. Did you guys expect to be here this quickly? Uh, definitely not. It's for, for those of you that, that don't know, um, this started as an unplanned meeting at Marshall's house. And, I mean, we just started writing our ideas on a, on a whiteboard. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was basically a snowball effect. Um, we, we just kind of dove in and uh, really disregarded well, I don't know how to do this, or I don't know how to do that. It's like, hey, we're just going to learn as we go, do what we can, and uh, now we're here. I mean, we're, we're a couple episodes in. We've had some great guests on the show with some great stories, um, all unplanned. <laughs> all of it was unplanned. That's probably the coolest part. Yeah, unplanned. So, I mean, if you're someone that's thinking now, well, maybe I should have an unplanned, pod, uh, unplanned podcast. I think you should. You know, I hear that you can have a, a podcast with just your phone. So I don't care if you're in some odd country that, you know, I haven't surely heard about. And I'm the United States. I'm sure you've probably heard about us, right? Because we're so ethocentric. Well, wherever you are, you need to pick up your phone. Start a podcast. I hear that you can do free podcasts out there. I tell you what, a guy from Florida and the United States, I definitely want to hear what you got to say. So, you know, start, why don't you start a podcast and send me a note at the, uh, the you know, you can message us at our website. The Plugs Podcast. That's right. Yeah, guys. And I think there's something beautiful inside each and every one of us. 
and it's even more beautiful when you don't try to fit it in a box. So just letting it flow out naturally, no agenda, no plan. Just let it happen organically. There's something inside of you that might even surprise you. Yeah, and uh, one, one thing I just want to encourage you guys is to let your, your creativity flow. Um, and the flip side of that, if you know someone that's creative, please, please, please encourage that person. You have no idea um, what telling that person, hey, I really like your music, I really like your artwork, I really like your videos, whatever it is. I really like your the way you design clothes. Um, you never know how far that comment will go. Everybody needs it. Um, so if you genuinely like their content, tell them. Yeah, hey, you guys know the story of uh, of Stephen King, right? What happened with one of the first, uh, I think it was one of the first books that he wrote. Tell us, tell us. So I'm pretty sure he was living either in a very small house or a trailer, and he was a teacher by day. Might have been like a high school English teacher. And he had been slaving away writing the manuscript for Carrie. And he got so frustrated with it because it wasn't up to his standards that he ripped it in half and put it in the trash can. His wife dug that out, sent it to a publisher, and they picked it up. And that's where his success came from. Wow. That's beautiful. His own wife knew what he was capable of doing. Yep. She saw it, and he discredited it and threw it out. Yep. And I would say that's some, that's some crazy encouragement right there. It is. Digging in the trash and sending something in. I'm not advising any of you guys to do that, but I'm just saying – you know, his wife gonna, was very supportive drop a plug. of his venture, even when he Be wanted to humility give up on it. Yeah. And fear of the Lord, our riches and honor and life. Oh yeah, he said it, man. That's a good story. Yep. And you know that story. I mean, maybe not in the same sense as a throwing something physically in the trash, but how many people out there? Um, have an idea or want to do something but they just don't have um, either enough courage or they, they, they don't think that what they create is good enough to put out there um, right never I, made I it to the trash can it, it, it doesn't matter how you start even if you think it's not good it's just the fact that you start you know there's always the room first for step. improvement that's right that's right. I really like that story. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I didn't even, uh, didn't even, haven't thought about that in a long time. Something that really helped me though when I was trying to do some writing a long time ago. Yeah, you gonna you gonna write a book? You uh, what you got going yeah, on? I don't know about a book, but uh, I do like to write some poetry every every once in a while. That's right. So something that really helped me stay consistent with that, writing my poetry, just getting things out. Like I said, once you start opening up. You know, there's something beautiful inside of you. You may not look at it like it's beautiful, but watch how other people look at it. It may be words that someone else needed to hear, and it may be something that you needed to purge and get out that you didn't even know you needed to get out. That's the beautiful thing about art, being able to bleed yourself dry. Yep. Let it out. Let it flow, and you have no idea well, you said, you know, what's you coming said from art, that wellspring. You know, right. uh, takes a lot of drawing before you're pretty good at art, so... I'd say friendship, having relationships with other people is art in itself. And, you know, as we're 
encouraging everyone to start your own podcast, start your own tube channel, get your word out, whatever you want to tell the world. You know, at the end of the day, the greatest art form is relationship. It's having a relationship with your friends. Starting that first. Because that friendship, that that relationship, that's what's going to set right. you off. And, you know, uh, f- from somebody that, that went through years and years of, you know, small-time relationships but not necessarily, you know, having some guys and working on a project together, my God, um, I'd say it's it's a new experience. Yeah, I, I'm going to drop a plug real quick. Um, be careful who you consider your friends, okay? Anybody listening mm. to this right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about because that person came to your mind as soon as I said it. Um, be careful of who you call your friends. Be careful of who you uh, exchange your energy with. Um, you know, it, it, you can't always be, be giving and, and not receiving. Um, it's a supplemental relationship. That's what a friendship is. Um, you know, if you're constantly pouring yourself into someone and uh, they're never really giving you anything back, whether that's encouragement or um, just be in there for you or whatever the case may be, um, just be mindful of that. Um, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was really good, Chris. I think, too, on the, on the flip side of that, too, and I think that's something as you start to grow and maintain relationships, especially into adulthood, you start to realize um, sometimes you take those people for granted. So there's times that maybe I've been upset at a friend about something, and I thought, I'd do all of this stuff for that person but they're not reciprocating it the same way or, or doing the same thing for me that I did for them. That's they're true. not reciprocating it in the exact same That's way. True. But I failed to realize they were reciprocating it in a different way. Yep. They were providing me that encouragement and they were really helping me in a different aspect other than the aspect that I helped them in. So, you know, it's not always the exact same thing. You may have a friend that uh, they're not always 100% available but when they are they're the best listener you've ever met yep. and uh, you know maybe they don't talk that much but they're a great listener that's true. and sometimes that's what you need that's true everybody uh, has a different way depending on their background how they grew up on how they how they develop and how they maintain relationships um like you said, Evan. That love language. Might, yeah, yeah, it is. It's that love language. And uh, you, you, you basically mirror um, whatever, you, whatever type of environment you grow up in, really. Um, it affects how you form relationships um, and how you maintain those relationships. So that's something to be mindful of, too. Um, you know, I know for me, I didn't grow up around a parent that was super, what's the word for it? Not emotional, but mushy, right? You know how some moms are like, oh, great job. Like, you're just, you're doing so great. No. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I didn't okay. grow up around that. Um, and I know. That some, affirmation yeah. and verbal affection. Yeah. Yeah, and my, my mom wasn't like that. And I know other people um, have had a similar experience. And then on the flip side, um, their mom or their dad was that type that they gave them those emotional affirmations. Um, 
But I bring all that up to just basically say you have to be mindful of um, other people's, like you said, Evan, love language and how they express it and how they receive it because everyone's different. Exactly. Chris, I feel like, you know, you're talking about the relationship with your mom. I feel like my relationship's the exact same way. And I feel like if you if you were to call on your mom for something and you needed her for help, you needed anybody for help, she'd be the first one to help Absolutely. you, wouldn't she? Absolutely. She would do anything for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So may not get that affirmation, but she would give you the shirt on her back. Absolutely. Tell us about you, Marshall. Well, what do you want to know? Uh, what do they want to know? What do they want to know? Let us know, guys. Something good. <laughs> Send us a something message. <laughs> what do you want to know about Marshall? <laughs> I'm thinking something good and maybe something purple. There's a lot of great stories something there. Purple. Purple. My wife got married in a purple dress. There See, we like go. You did that. You just pull out a boop. Something. My wife got married in a purple dress. Oh, yeah, eight years ago. Praise God. Beautiful. That's right. Beautiful and purple. How about that? I always like to talk about her first, too. Boston. Yeah. She was the greatest accomplishment, such as relationships. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got I to gotta highlight you guys. Marshall and, and his wife, they've been married for eight years. I mean, I, not that I'm, I have that many close-knit friends, but their relationship is beautiful, you guys. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, there's just an unspoken unity there, um, and it's absolutely beautiful to see. Shoot, I got I to gotta get some tips from, from Marshall. <laughs> hey, same here. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think oh, well. I think the word is it's just like completely enamored with each other yeah. and supportive of each other. Absolutely. I mean, Marshall, you put a post up on Facebook and zero point zero six seconds later, boom, she's liked it. That's right. Boom, she shared it. I'm like, I wish I had that. That's right. I w and you know, I I, well, I will. You will. I will. We all will. But well, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'll tell you right now, and, 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 you know, I hate to go there. I mean, I don't hate. I, I absolutely love it. You know, I hate to go here. But since I was a young man, you know, I, I knew God, God of the universe. And uh, he, he let me know if, if I mind his business, he would mind my business. And that's what he told me at a very young age. And... um I believe because I reached out, I, I just believed, you know, just like it's, you know, any good book says, if you believe, then it is so. And I believed, and it, it was so. Uh, he was able to communicate with me in my heart. And um, my wife, she is a Proverbs 31. So if you guys want to learn more about who my wife is, I'll go and find the book of Proverbs and find chapter 31. And you will find out who she ultimately is. Man, I'm got me I'm curious really now. To share that. I'm thankful to share it, man. That's a good book, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. You can Google it. It's on the internet, the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 31, because there's 31 chapters. It's the last chapter. And, you know, if I was trying to, if I was a, uh, you know, the book of Proverbs, it says by a wise king, you know, and 
if I was a wise king and I wanted to tell that person something that was extremely important and put it in the last chapter. Proverbs 31. Yeah. Why don't we, uh, why don't we pull it up? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Are we going there? Ooh. He's, Chris is going to go there first, guys. Thank you, Chris. I'm falling out of my seat oh. in suspense right now, wondering. I feel like oh, I know Marshall's man. wife, but do I really know Marshall's wife? Okay. We're about to find you out. Proverbs 31. Put you on blast. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son, and what, the son of my womb, and what, the son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law, and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb, in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax, and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchants' ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands holdeth the staff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. And that's King James Version. Wow. Did you just say purple? Wow. I, I heard purple. This, wow. this is not planned. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that just that caught me off guard. <laughs> Whew. Oh Mic drop. This is the middle of spring 2020. COVID-19 crisis and we're all in our home separate and recording on separate tracks like you can record a track on your phone 
and then put it together to make one of these. But this is not planned. And yep. That's, I, I heard Chad, man, I can't believe that, Evan. You, you, out of nowhere, you're just like perfect. Yeah, that was. I had no idea what to talk divine about. Divine intervention you right know, I was there. thinking about talking about my mom, too, you know, but praise God. I mean, you said purple, and it just pulled something else out of my head, kind of like, kind of like, you know, what Chris was saying earlier, you know, whatever name came to mind. I want to watch out for that person. Chris, um, is there a way for our viewers to sign up to have you read the Bible to them before they go to bed? You have oh, such a great man. voice, man. Wow. You have such a great. Are wow. you, are you doing anything with that voice? Uh, are you a? Are, maybe we could go. Are you a singer? We can go live YouTube. Uh, live YouTube, like at nine p.m. Eastern. Are you a? Are you a rapper? He can read y'all to bed. Hey, he is a handsome fellow, the ladies. Plug, the plugs, the plug. <laughs> Let me drop a plug real quick. Follow me drop on that Instagram. Plug, heavyweight Beats. <laughs> you Boom. Find all, yeah. Find all my music. All you gotta do is type HWB Apple Music, Spotify. Find me there. Got two songs out there right now. Plenty more to come, guys. Um, man, thanks, Evan. That that melted my heart a little bit. Hey, no problem, man. <laughs> man, I'm just telling you, God is uh, God is using you, man. So, um, it's just the words, the words that you, uh, that you spit, you know, whether, whether it's something you wrote or whether, um, you know, it's something that, that you're reading from the Bible, man, it definitely resonates and hits a, hits a place with me. So very appreciative for you, brother. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. That, that warmed my the heart. Thank you. Art. I mean, if you could think of the most eccentric thing you can think of and try to make it perfect, your music's better. That's that. I mean, I listen to it over and over. <laughs> I'm just, I need more. So, wh- wh- where can we find more of this music again, Chris? You guys can find me on YouTube. Type in, got two songs out there. You can type in HWBC of Gold. That was the first one I put out this year. YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Tidal, Deezer, whatever you use. I'm there. <laughs> you know, you know, we're talking about just just starting and just doing things, and, and now you have two tracks out there, Chris. Um, how long ago did this dream start, and and how and why? And just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, you know something, honestly, I, I, I've always always had a passion for for sound um, and music. Um, ever since I was a little kid, I, I didn't grow up playing any instruments um you know and my 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 love for production came in my teenage years um that's when i really got into it and then around i'd say about 1920 um when i went off to to college is when i dove a little bit deeper into production and sound and i was like you know what i I just want to get really good at this that that was it you know that I just said I, I love do, doing this. I enjoy it genuinely, so I just want to get really good at it. Um, and more recently, you know, um, when I started producing, let me take a couple steps back. So I started producing. I started writing a little bit, um, not too too much. And, and this taps right into what I was talking about earlier about that that fear and that doubt. Um, that's exactly what I had. So I didn't pursue it as much as I should have. And more recently, within the past couple of years, um, I, I started again to write more, little by little. Uh, but production was always, always of interest. Um, 
And really, the, the pivotal moment for me with this and where I'm at right now was just a couple months ago, it was last year, 2019, um, I said, you know what, I feel like writing something. And uh, it was on YouTube, I threw out the Red Bull on YouTube, look at this, a beat. Because <laughs> I, I noticed I would get, I would get too drowned um, in my own sound. So I'd make a beat and I heard it for so many hours, I couldn't see it from an artist's perspective and write to it at that point. So went on YouTube, found this one beat, and man, it it, it, it kind of just fell out of me, honestly. Um, definitely the Holy Spirit took over, and I wrote to it, and I, rec I recorded it on my phone. I had it playing from the speakers in my laptop, and I recorded it on my phone. And I was listening to it, and I sent it to my one friend. I'm like, hey, man, you know, what, what do you think about this? And he texted me. He's like, you need to stop hiding behind the keyboard. And that was it for me. It was like, God, it, I, I was having that, that doubt and that questioning, like, should I pursue this? Should I be doing it? And that was him telling me, yes, stop questioning it and do it. Um, and ever since then, <laughs> I've been going full throttle, man. Full throttle. Wow. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And are, are you like an average Joe? Would Would you say? I'm I'm nobody are, special. Are you someone? Are you Are you someone that you know knows calculus pretty well? <laughs> no offense, smart people. Uh, smart I'm people. not good at calculus, guys. I don't. I'm just saying <laughs> <out. laughs> No, I'm I'm an average Joe. I'm no one. What about you, Evan? Are you uh, like some scholar? Um, no, actually, uh, to be honest with you guys, uh, I have two years of high school education. I was kind of a bad kid, got into a little bit of trouble. Um, <laughs> two years? Yeah, two years of high school education. <laughs> I'm just now finding this. I actually, wow. uh, Gosh, that's awesome. I actually, I might need to unfriend you on Facebook. <laughs> well, hey, man. I'm just uh, messing with you guys. So That's really shallow. I would, I'm not Two like years that. of high school education. I love Evan. I uh, did all my standardized <laughs> testing, though, so I went to go take my GD test, and when I got done with the GD, they actually gave me a high school diploma. It does not have a school name on it. It says high school diploma and says Florida Department of Education. Not sure oh, how I wow. got that. Um Wow. Might might have been wow. something having to do with my mother working for the school board. Uh, I don't really remember. Oh, but, um, oh. yeah. So essentially, nice. I say I have a high school education, but realistically, I took the GED test. So two years, two years of high school with the GED. And let uh, me tell you, let me cool. tell you guys, tell you guys this: if you get Evan on a soapbox, you'll be just standing there. You'll be stuck listening to him. That's how smart this guy is. Um, and he's just nice, really, really passionate about something and he's fired up. I mean, he'll just go on and on and I'll just, I'll just sit there and listen to him. Um, and I have no problem doing that for, for hours on end. This guy's smart, smart as heck. So this <laughs> encouragement for you guys, for Evan, for you and for you guys out there, um, that think you're not smart enough or whatever, don't let a piece of paper determine that for you. Cause that, that's, that's not where, where it's rooted at. Okay. No. No, that piece of paper doesn't mean doesn't mean a thing. Your va your value is not in a resume or an application. I mean, even Evan has a story there. I mean, he, him and I we've been working together for almost about a year at the same company, and beforehand they, they, they there was a company out there that didn't even trust him to to make some juice. You know, yep. so don't 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 let you know some what? juice bar 
decide who you are because yeah guys you know I, a lot uh, of you have i applied to ride on the back of a let's hear about that so so yeah. so l- let me break this down for you a little bit so um we'll, we'll touch high school real quick and then we'll kind of get back to that so um all right, so school. we're gonna go to high school i'm not gonna give you a long drawn out story I'm not really gonna share like a crazy testimony or anything like that but i was kind of a bad kid in high school i was uh i was what you would call a hedonist so uh why is this so what that is is just somebody that's seeking pleasure um, it was all about girls. It was all about, you know, it's all about drugs. It was all about just having fun. Um, and I was always able to compartmentalize my life where I could do that and maintain a job at the same time. Um, but I wasn't somebody that could build constructive relationships, constructive friendships. Like what we have right now going on, uh, me, Chris, and Marshall, this is something that I could have never held uh, in the past. So, me anyways, I, I kind of. new for all of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, awesome. I, I couldn't have, I, I couldn't handled it. I couldn't have been trusted with it. The work. Um, so work. long and short of it is, what I want to say is, you know, if, if you're somebody like me, first off, that has a GED, maybe didn't finish high school, there's still hope for you. I mean, I'm recruiting right now for a Fortune 500 company. No college degree, uh, working my way up through the ranks, uh, you know, and that's that's hard work, and that's a lot of blessing from God. That's what that is. Uh, but where we'll go now, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the juice. Um, so I was working for a company down in, uh, down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, I was working for a behavioral health company, helping, uh, uh, as an administrator and a business administrator for a company that dealt with children that had, uh, autism. So I was there for about a year, uh, when the company got in trouble, uh, they had some issues with, uh, some prior Medicaid, uh, Medicare billing. And uh, what ended up happening was uh, I ended up getting laid off right after a really bad hurricane. Uh, hurricane Michael came through Florida. So we lost, uh, lost quite a few of our, uh, of our practices in the Tallahassee area, laid, uh, laid quite a few people off. Um, I actually ended up kind of laying myself off. I was in a position where I talked to my boss, and I was like, hey, we can't afford me. Um, so I ended up laying myself off. I spent about eight months unemployed. And I was applying job after job after job, probably close to 400 jobs I applied for on the internet. I even applied, hey, I even applied to ride on the back of a garbage truck. And uh, I was overqualified for that position. But I was at that point where I was really just, I was doubting myself. I didn't think that I could, I could do it. I said, who am I? Why am I not worthy of even riding on the back of a garbage truck? It really just, it cut me down. And it, and it really hurt me to the core. Um, but like Marshall was saying, I, I went on a, an interview to a place that's very similar setup style to Chipotle out at Jacksonville Beach. And uh, that specific job was just going to be food prep, $9 an hour. Went to the interview. I thought everything was great. Me and the hiring manager even discussed uh, good places to go kayaking in the Jacksonville area. Uh, she gave me some recommendations, pulled some different places up on her phone. Afterwards, I get a phone call. They moved forward with somebody else because they just thought that I was overqualified for the position and wasn't going to be there for the long term. So, um, you know, luckily, God God brought me to where I'm at now. But, yeah, I went through a period. I couldn't even get a job there. So you never know. And look, look, had I got that job, would I know you guys right now? That's right. That's right. Who's to say? But I think there's a strong indication that I probably wouldn't have known you guys. And I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Quick plug for you guys, quick plug. If you're out there and you don't have a job, if you're out there, you don't know how to write your resume, 
uh, you need help interviewing, all that stuff, we can help you guys. Um, we're all recruiters. Well, I, I was a recruiter. I recruited for a little bit. Marshall actually did a good portion of uh, my initial training, and same for Evan. We can help you guys with, you know, what to say, what to wear, how do I look for jobs, where do I go. Um, we can help you with all those things. Go on our website, send us an email. We're more than happy to help you guys. How to get a job. Right. No matter what country you're in. Right. We want to do our best to learn, to help you, to serve you. We might not know, but did we know how to do this podcast? No. And that's what we want to show you today. Right. Yeah, and, uh, and the more of you guys that reach out for help, um, the more you're actually helping us as well. Because uh, what I mean by that is we want to get to a point eventually where we can launch our own platform to specifically do just that, help people get jobs. Uh, that's something that's been very uh, near and dear to Marshall's heart for a very long time. Um, so I'm going to kind of give Marshall a little bit of a plug right now. Uh, but right. we're trying to get that up and running. Uh, that's Marshall's dream. Something he's always wanted to do is just help those people that, uh, that don't have that guidance when it comes to resumes, when it comes to interview prep, uh, when it comes to landing a job. So anything you guys do reaching out to us right now with that helps us perfect our process. So Marshall, you want to tell us a little bit about how you, how you kind of came up with that, that vision, that dream, and what exactly that is? Sure. Um, yeah, in, in high school, I'd say maybe like um, 12th grade out of nowhere, um, I was part of a program where you left to work, uh, left school early to go to work. And uh, during that time, for some odd reason, I remember saying out loud and had a dream. And I says, man, I, I think getting a job is easy. Um, you know, I, I want to help other people get jobs and I want to get paid for it. And I had no idea what a staffing company was or a recruiter or anything like that. The only recruiter I knew was the military. <laughs> but uh, I remember having that desire to help other people. So, um, you know, not to get off subject, but, you know, whatever desire that you have in your heart, you need to speak it out and say, listen, I want to do this, you know, and, and start working towards it because it could be working towards another dream, you know. Um, so that was like around when I was 17, 18 years old. And then, you know, around uh, 27 years old, uh, my wife and I, and it's for a whole nother story for you guys, my wife and I, we were uh, given a, a, a sailboat, a 27-foot sailboat for we could live on it. And we did for about four years, but during that time, I needed more income. And I remember just going outside my house, no special ritual, just looking up in the sky and saying, God, I need more finances. I need you to help me right now. And uh, during the time, we were selling everything um, out of our home, um, and we sold a mattress, and a man came over. His name was Casey Allen. Oh, I love the guy. He's, he's, he's an absolute blessing to me, a real good friend. And uh, during that time, uh, we hung out, and uh, he bought that mattress from me, and we became friends within uh, the week. We went and had dinner at his house, and that night he says, Hey, what do you do again? You know, I can help you. You're a resourceful guy, and, um, you know, I, I can help you possibly get an interview at my company. And that's when I found staffing, and I was hired on April 1st, 2013. Absolutely amazing uh, uh, story to tell. Yeah, thanks, man. And... Um, it, you know, it's, that's seven years ago, and, you know, with all that experience and the things that I've, I've been through and, and the people I've been able to help, um, and I, I'll say this right now on the mic, on the mic um, online, and, and, you know, we can track these folks down, but for a fact, I've helped um, at least 10 people in my life uh, gain a $20,000 increase in their salary or possibly even doubled their salary just by not necessarily... Um, doing anything against the rules, but 
It's just that they were undervalued. They weren't being paid what they were valued at the time, and they were just a very loyal person that didn't really understand that the market was moving forward. And I was able to help them with that, and that's that's ultimately what I want to do for everyone else. You know, there's a lot of folks out there that are making um, not such as of what the market's paying or what the value is. And I want to help you guys get the job, and I want to help you get the job for your value. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what's about. And uh, soon we have a uh, on the job how to get a job course, and there are going to be more advanced courses after that. Um, but at the end of the day. We want to reach to all nations and do our best to help you get a job, become you know, more significant and servant-worthy to your community, and then teach others to do the same. It's very important to keep others um, intrigued and, and inspired by what you're doing for you can influence them to do something too. Yeah, I, want, I want you to go to tap into uh, one part of the story, Marshall. You talk about going outside of the boat and just – looking up at the sky and saying, God, I need more finances. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, that was a prayer. <laughs> and uh, it's really that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. You know, people, uh, unfortunately, kind of put it in this suit and tie. You know, it's like, oh, Lord, thou art mighty. You know, it, it's, Yo, it doesn't how have to uncomfortable. be like that. They feel they sound uncomfortable sometimes. You guys ever hear that? Hear somebody that's praying and they just oh, sound uncomfortable, absolutely. like they're talking to a stranger or or maybe a relative that they haven't seen in twenty years that they that they barely knew. Exactly. Like, Hello, Father. It's like it's like hey, he loves you. He loves you. He's with you yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, I just say thank God for evolution. You know, and, and really that's what it's about. You know, when when we get old one day, we'll, we'll have we'll be like, oh, you know, what are those kids so caught up in, you know? And uh, I, I think when we get to older age, we won't see much of that because, you know, well, at the end of the day, it's – you guys know because I'm sure we're still under lockdown. <laughs> but it's spring 2020 right now, and we've all been forced to go to our homes. And uh, what what that's going to look like is – the individual having a personal relationship with God, no matter what your religion is, no matter who you serve, most of you believe that at the end result there's one God. Well, you're going to have to do that on your own now. Yep. You're going to yep. have to figure out how to feed yourself. You know? Um, and then once you do, though, teach other people. Teach other people how simple it is to have a relationship with the God of the universe, that it's as simple as having a relationship with your friend in school or someone that you just met today. It's just opening your mouth up and talking. You know, a lot of folks had imaginary friends when they were a child. Start there. Start imagining him how you see him, imagining him that he's in front of you, and gather as much as information as you can about this God of the universe. And... He will reveal himself as, to you as you ask him and you seek him. That's right. But I, I think that's the, you know, that's the seed to all of our stories, you know, um, is that we ultimately have a personal relationship with the God, the universe. And, and we're here on the plugs, created a podcast because, right. man, <laughs> we show you guys how awesome it is and how blessed we are. And uh, 
and we want to bless you. You know, for anybody that has a struggle with, you know, they say, well, I do it and, you know, I, I don't hear anything. Um, I do it and I don't feel anything. I do it and nothing happens. Okay, a couple points there. Number one, um, uh, God communicates with us in so many different ways. I can't even say a number because it's so many. Okay, um, I'll give you an example. Um, you're in a situation or maybe I'll make it a simple example. You're driving somewhere, you're driving home. You're driving home from work. You always get the same way home. And you get this feeling, you're like, you know what? I'm going to take this way home today. You just get this feeling and you just listen to it. Um, and it turns out the way you usually take home, there's an accident. <laughs> the way it took you two hours, what usually takes you 20 minutes, right? Um, that's an example of a communication from him that may not necessarily be verbal. It may just be a feeling. Um, but it, it, it comes over time of you being able to discern that feeling. It comes over time of you being able to recognize that voice. Um, so for anybody out there, you say you do it and you don't hear anything, keep going. Keep going. I encourage you to keep doing it. You will hear something. It takes time. Um, but you also have to have the faith that you will because if you don't, then that, that, that defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it can be as, as simple as knowing that everything around you, that there is a being that created it, but also in complete control of it all. And then everything, literally, if you're trying to communicate in any way that you can, you can look around, we can look for signs, you can look, like literally, you can look for a sign. At that moment, if you're thinking, hey, I want to connect, and you can, you can start looking around at physical objects, and you'll start reading things, something will just strike you. And then the more that you read the Word of God, you'll be able to connect those things, and you'll know truth from a lie. Absolutely. And that, that's the that's the powerful thing is when when you start reading the Word of God, and you know I'm not sure if you guys read. I, I didn't really grow up reading. I, I I really didn't. And um, I think at the end of the day, when it when it came to the Bible, it's just I was trying to chew off more than I could handle. And I encourage everyone just to start off with the Gospels. Just start off with those four books before you start diving into the deep small end. nuggets. Mark, Luke, and John. Okay, guys, Matthew, Mark, and Luke I just, and John. Uh, yeah, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I just made a Bible study. I, I do, I do live Bible studies on my personal Facebook page at 8 p.m. Eastern time every Wednesday. And this is this past Wednesday. I actually took a uh, just a, a dollar store Bible, uh, nothing fancy, and I, I ripped. The, the gospels it was, it was right beautiful. out of the Bible. <laughs> and I, I wanted to show you guys, no respect to the Bible, it's just paper. I wanted to show everyone how small um, the story of Christ was, the story of the God of this universe, the one that came for came from the heavens to, to give his life for us, how, how small the story is. It's just, I mean, it was unbelievable. I think it was, I don't even know how many pages it was, but it was, it was very thin. <laughs> the part that I ripped out, it was easy to rip out. My gosh, I'm gonna start doing that. Whoever wants me to start ripping more Bibles and showing <laughs> it on the video, 
to show you guys how such a small how, portion uh, of the Bible, but such a bold <laughs> statement. Such a That's bold right. statement. Hey, you guys sent a message. Send a message to he us. He ripped right the now. red words what are you out. Thinking the red words. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button right now. He ripped the red words out. Ooh. <laughs> you want more of this? Subscribe. Tell your friends. Get your email on there if you can get a newsletter. We do our best to get the newsletters out there every Friday for you folks. That's right. No, but uh, all serious mode, it's it's the best relationship you'll have ever in your whole life. Um, you, you know, and you, you've got to experience it for yourself. Um, just hearing about it and us talking about it, it really doesn't do it enough justice. Um, but yeah, it's, the, it's that simple. Those four, uh, those four books, it'll, it'll, it'll give you so much knowledge and um, so much insight. You know, Marshall brought Evan. up a good point the other day. Don't get caught up in the, the, the chunkiness of the book. Evan, what kind of insight can you give us on, on your prayer life and kind of what, what kind of experience you have? Because I, I know that all of our experiences is very much different. And from an artist's point of view, oh my god! Yeah, um, <laughs> let's try to tackle this here. It's quite a question. Um, so, what I would say is kind of kind of circling back and talking a little bit about what you said, Marshall, about kind of being receptive of of seeing him maybe looking in places you wouldn't normally look. Um, you can't be closed off. You've got to be open. You've got to open yourself up to be able to receive. Um, downloads as we like to call them um you know so uh, what that is is I, I heard a pastor a little while back his name is greg boyd uh, i believe he's at a church in minnesota he he talked about this same exact thing you know a lot of people are saying i pray but i don't hear anything uh, god never responds i don't know how to pray i don't know how to i don't know how to see if he is responding or hear it and and one of the biggest things he said was god's voice and the way God communicates with us is through imagination. Woo! It's through your create creativity. It's through your imagination. So if you are confined in this tiny little box and you've closed yourself off and you're thinking that when you pray a prayer, hey, hey, God, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with my, my finances right now. I can't get over, um, you know, the sin that, that I'm dealing with. Um, you know, and, and you and you pray that prayer, and you expect to hear from God with physical words in this tangible world at the same frequency that you put the words out. Probably not going to hear it. Love the way you describe but that. If you open your eyes and you look around, the solution or the answer to your prayer may be right in front of you. It could be. In a song you listen to, an interaction you have at the gas station, a kind deed that you saw somebody else doing. It could be anything. It could just be a post that you saw on Instagram. And that's how it really works for me. God works with me and speaks to me and answers a lot of my prayers um, through synchronicity. That's awesome. So, uh, for instance, we had a, a, a gentleman that was on uh, the podcast, Tiger. We've had him on a couple times. Really great guy, oh, ordained yeah. minister, really raw, really passionate guy. Um, 
and we've had him on the podcast, and he's talked about how he's died and gone to heaven. And uh, it's a beautiful story wow. that he talks about. Um, you guys definitely need to go back and check those episodes out. Any of our episodes with Tiger, uh, those are great episodes. Uh, lots of great stories about his spiritual experiences, time that he spent on the street helping the homeless, um, and just some surreal, supernatural stuff. You guys are going to feel maybe like you're on a little bit of a Sid Roth show, if you know who that is. Um, if not, go check him out. He's pretty cool, too. But yes, um, Sid Roth. I'm talking yeah. about synchronicities, and the reason I brought Tiger up is we had Tiger on the show, and Tiger's, Tiger's discussed with us how he's died twice. Um, or, or, I'm sorry, Tiger. he's been to heaven twice. He died once and went to heaven, and he went to heaven another time without dying. And I was showing my, uh, I was showing my girlfriend um, that podcast uh, just last night, actually. And uh, I shared with her that little snippet, and she looked at me, and she said that she was really enjoying uh, what I showed her. And, 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 you know, we recorded this stuff a couple weeks ago, and, and it was just finally time that I showed her. And, um, you know, she just lit up when she heard it, what we were working on. I mean, just absolutely lit up. And as soon as I, I, I got done showing that to her, I got ready to leave her house because I had to go to work today. And uh, her uncle was at her house. He, he's been staying over there. And... Her uncle was watching a movie. Marshall, do you remember the name of the movie that I told you? Uh, I believe it's Heaven is Real. I believe that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was made like in 2014. I, I, I actually plan on watching it right after the after we're done with the I believe in her house. Williams one. No, I think that's uh, What Dreams May Come. Oh, I think man, that's, I love that's that the movie. one. The no, one. yeah, but he, he, said he, he said Heaven is Real, though. That's, that's what you texted. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the Heaven is Real. The, the Dreams May Come is like back in 1998 by Robin yep. Williams, which is also a beautiful yeah. story. So if you guys are even just curious about heaven, ch check those movies out. Just yep. help your mind open up a little so bit. So I'm leaving her house last night, and her uncle is a over-the-road truck driver. Um, he just got back into town um, from a nine-week stretch where he's been delivering essential supplies like coronavirus Ooh. test kits. Guy's been on the road nonstop finally nine weeks he's come home he's he's having a little bit of downtime and this man's chosen to watch um heaven is real Thank so you as i'm like leaving he, he calls me over he says hey hey, come over here for a second i said okay he said you ever seen this movie i said no sir i said what is it he said it's called heaven is real and i want to tell you at the very end of this movie there's a picture of jesus and son i'm going to tell you what jesus looks exactly like that just like they depict him in this movie, Jesus looks just like that. I said, really? He said, yes. And you know how I know that? I've met him several times. He said, I've died. I died and went to heaven four times. Guys, this was not five minutes after I showed my girlfriend the podcast where Tiger said he died and went to heaven. Yeah, yeah. Not five minutes after. And listen, listen, what did I uh, – we're going to be real – we're gonna be raw. We're gonna be honest. What did I? What did I text you guys yesterday? I told you guys that it was a lot this last week with yeah. work, relationship, the podcast. It was a lot juggling everything, and I was feeling a little overwhelmed. And as I'm sitting there and I'm praying to God, in between the time that I texted you guys that and the time that I went and saw my girlfriend. I was just asking for some direction, some courage, some strength with the podcast. Give me a sign, God. Show me something. Give me something to make me feel that this is worth the time and the effort and that it's not just going to deplete me and run me dry. And that was it. About six hours later, that was it. 
and that just whew, it, it Chris I told you I told you yesterday I said I needed something to spark my fire again and that's exactly what it was awesome. so that's that's how God answered my prayer that's how yeah, he that revealed himself to me with synchronicity goes to, goes to show you guys um, anybody that doesn't know this uh, when, you, when you ask a prayer it is answered immediately okay um, at the end of the day it has to be in his will right but it is answered immediately whether or not you see the answer immediately that's a different story um, if you look in scripture uh, in the book of Daniel he prayed and it took 21 days for him to get an answer okay but his prayer was heard as soon as he prayed it um, so don't get discouraged once again if you don't hear anything you say you don't feel anything he does hear you and he knows your heart um, and you know something I want to bring up um, I want to bring up a scripture just to show you guys how much how much power we have um, this is in the book of uh, book of Matthew this is Jesus talking to his disciples verily I say unto you if ye have faith and doubt not and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, I'll explain that in a second, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. So a couple things. Now I want to get Marshall and Evan, your, your feedback on this this little section, but uh, this is a point in time where Jesus goes up to a tree and he sees that the tree is bearing no fruits, which actually has a lot of meaning uh, for us as well in this realm, but he, he just says to the tree, hey, that's it for you, you're done, you're not bearing any fruit, be done, and the tree just dies right in front of all their eyes, and they're like, what just happened? <laughs> and he tells them, he's like, hey, you have this power too. What does it say? In all things, not some things, in all things whatsoever, ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Childlike faith. Exactly. Yeah, childlike faith. You gotta you gotta believe and not figure out how you're gonna get there and how is it gonna come to you. But too many of us are figuring out how the cookie is made. How, how, how do you how do you you know mix it up put it in the oven where'd you get the groceries from forget about it man who are you to decide where it comes from who are you to decide to say that you're gonna get it in the first place that's right you just ask you trust you believe believe it at that yeah I think what happens yeah, is you um you know like we said with prayer earlier prayer is aligning your will with God's will so it's not necessarily influencing God. He's the creator of the universe. He's omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. Um, you know, we could talk all day about whether or not what's going on right now has already happened or not. But he's all-knowing, and he's always out to take care of you. So um, where I'm going with this is to say that, you know, when it comes to prayer, um, when you start to inject those thoughts of maybe God didn't hear my prayer, maybe it's not going to work out the way that I want it to work out, you start to create these self-fulfilling prophecies. And that's where childlike faith comes in. 
don't think about the end result. Ask the question, say the prayer. Imagine, I would say imagine, I don't want to say the end result, but the product of your prayer. Imagine the product of your prayer. But don't worry about the logistics of how it's going to happen. Once you start doing that, you start injecting doubt into it. Well, how is that going to happen? What steps is it going to take? And all of a sudden, your greatest fear might become your reality because your will became the point of the, of the prayer, became the focus of your life, and you've essentially created a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you, you got to see the, the prayer as a seed, you know, and you're, you're planting a seed, and, and like, like Evan was saying, you don't want to have any doubts because it's like you just went back and digged up the dirt, and then the seed wasn't able to stay planted. It's like you plant the seed. Mm-hmm. Forget about it's it. It's like you couldn't remember where you planted the seed, so you dug the whole field up and then threw everything around and then walked away. Well, now you're really not going to find it. Yeah. No, it's not going to work out. I'll tell you what. It's not going to work I'll out. I'll tell you what. You know. Uh, you, you, you guys out there, can you can test this. Get a little notebook. Uh, shoot, get a piece of paper. Get a composition notebook, whatever. And write it down. Write down, you know, a, a true desire of your heart. Um Maybe you're like, oh, I've always wanted, um, I don't know, something in your, some, some addition on your car, or I've always wanted to, whatever it is, write it down. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm telling you, you can test it. Six months later, you probably forgot you even asked for it, and it'll happen, and you'll be like, oh, I did ask for this. Yeah, and... I mean, you know, for myself, you know, as much as I wish I did write everything down, um, thank God I have a good memory to share a lot of stories with folks. But my my prayer life has been spontaneous. Memory of an elephant. And, um, I, and, and, and for me, yeah, um, and, and for me, uh, spontaneous prayer is the best prayer because um, I, I really feel that, um, you know, like Evan was saying, see the end result. When, when you really can feel in your heart as you're praying, that the God, the universe has already answered your prayer and you knowing that it falls in line with what he wants with your life. And as you build a relationship, you'll know that. But, um, you know, spontaneous prayer is, is just wonderful because as you're fired up at the moment, you're able to release those feelings and give them to the Lord of the universe and just forget about it all. And, and since I'm speaking about that now to everyone that's listening, we're going to pray for you right now in the moment. You know, this is the year, it's always the year, to just do it now. So right now, the Plugs team is going to pray with you. Oh, Lord, we just come to you right now. We are so thankful for you. We're thankful that we know you, that we're able to do this podcast with these listeners right now. Oh, you are amazing. The things that you do for us, the things you've done for us, you've given me life. What can I give you back? Oh, Lord. I just pray and thank you for the blessing over the listeners right now. Everyone that's listening, I, I pray and I thank God right now for giving them clarity in their ears, in their hearts, so they're able to take this in and run and go somewhere with it. God, just thank you that they're going to know you even more as they listen to the plugs and as they seek you to know you more. And we pray these in your name. Oh, Lord. Oh, we're so thankful. And that's easy, guys. Amen. That's it. That's Amen. done. That was the prayer. Amen. That's it. Amen. 
simple. Come on, Chris. G- give us something about that. I mean, you, you see how simple that was, folks? I mean, th- there's nothing special there. We're having a podcast. We're recording from our homes during a quarantine. And I just imagine that God was in front of me. It's that simple. And I pray. And you can do that, too. Come on, man. That's why we were designed to have this fun, fantastic, spontaneous relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter about your background or where you're from. Um, you're, you're, none of that stuff matters. What you've done, none of that stuff matters. He, he, he's waiting for you with open arms. Yeah, you're a you're a blank slate in his eyes. Um, that was something you know. For two thousand years ago, he chose to do. Chose to take that pain, take those burdens, that suffering away, take any guilt that you had away from you. Any punishment you, you had coming your story. The Passion of Christ. Oh yeah greatest story of all time for i mean however you guys see god i mean some of us see him as you know a a guy with some long bearded hair however you see him but uh, i don't care how you see him at the end of the day he he came down here on this earth through a body (laughs) and he gave himself for his babies for us i'll tell you guys that he can be with us when we die again i mean that is just (laughs) That's unreal, man. What a story. Yeah, guys, and we we live in the real world. We're not ever going to be clean. It's like our our little slogan, be dirty, dance clean. We're not ever going to be clean. We're in this world. We're in a fallen world. There's no requirements to come to God. There's no requirements to pray. You've already been forgiven. Approach his throne and open up. Pour your heart out. Pour your heart out. And you yeah. know what? If you come, and let's say you you come, and you're and you're worried that you know maybe it's not going to work, or maybe maybe if I go, he's not going to listen because of this or that, or maybe you're worried that you're selfish by doing that. Trust me, your will will change over time. The way you approach him will change over time. Your relationship will, with him will change over time. The most important thing is just getting in contact with him, and all those things will change. Tell you what, guys, there, and it, yeah, man, I'm choking up even trying to say it. There, there really is no greater love. There really isn't. You know, he, he came here, didn't have to. He was mocked. He was spit on, made fun of, brutally beaten, um, murdered, really. And uh, that that's how much he loves you. None of us deserve it. He was yeah. he was sweating blood because he knew that the people he loved so much were gonna feel guilty one day about what they did to him. He was sweating blood, thinking of I don't want them to feel bad for what they're doing to me, and I know it's inevitable and I know they're gonna feel bad, but I don't want them to feel bad. And he was sweating blood because wow. of that. And I believe it's in the book of Isaiah, it says that his his body was so disfigured after them beating him, um, he couldn't even recognize him. Mm-hmm. What a love. There's what a love for your people. There's no greater love than that, you guys. 
and lays him. The greatest, any leader lays himself down before the people. No matter what we did to him, he laid his life down for us. What a message. That's right. It's the message that we bring. Because we're always dropping plugs from above to interesting stories, having guests on our show that have expert advice. We want to do our best to keep making episode after episode every week, providing new content Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern. You can always send us a message. We encourage you to send us prayer requests. Just check us out on our website, thepluggspodcast.com. Yeah, guys, send us, uh, send us prayer requests. Um, I mean, you guys just saw we played right on the podcast. It's not something we take lightly. We'll, we'll definitely be um, praying for you and keeping you in our prayers. Um, but also, you know, listening to all these episodes, um, if you have a moment um, where you're, you're either not a believer or you're, you're teetering um, or you decide to give your life, we want to hear about it, okay? If you don't have anybody to share that moment with, we definitely want to know. Um, so please share that. that. That's an important moment in your life, and, and we'd love to be a part of it. Yeah, I just want to echo that, Chris. Um, yeah, I think definitely uh, at this point, uh, we're just here for you guys, all you guys listening. So um, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, maybe you have a question, you're on Instagram, um, you can definitely, you know, hit us through through our, uh, our email address. But if you want a question, you have a question out there that you feel like other people may have, ask us on Instagram, ask us on Facebook. We'll be more than happy to interact with you guys, uh, respond to any questions you have, um, whatever you guys need, you know, um, we'll definitely work it out. Um, and I would even say to, to this point where if, if you really are teetering uh, at this time and, and, you know, you're going through something that you need some help with, um, shoot us a message. I'm the type of person, it's 3 a.m., I get your message. I'll respond just like I know these guys would too. Uh, if something Absolutely. urgent came through, I'll Absolutely. respond. Hey, might even give you a phone call if it, if it warrants that. Uh, but we're here for you guys. Uh, we have no agenda here other than to just share positivity with you guys and, and just be another friend for you. Be a real friend for you. Uh, love you like Jesus loves you. Yeah. Tell you guys a cool story. Check us out. Cool story. Um, this was, uh, this was last year sometime, but um, I uh, there's this artist I, I knew um, back in my hometown, and uh, we were we were texting one night, and we were, we're not super close, right? Like I told you guys, I don't have a lot of close close knit friends, um, and he was just like, yeah, you know, keep me in your prayers, and um, something just kind of spoke to me in my heart, and I texted him, I said, hey. You, you want to get on the phone right now? We can play right now. And he was like, yeah. And uh, so we hopped on the phone, and um, I mean, I prayed for him you know, for a good five, ten minutes, and uh, at the end of it, he was basically crying. He was like, man, you, everything you just said is, is everything I'm dealing with. Um, and once I got deep into the prayer, it, it totally wasn't me praying. I, ha I had no idea what his situation was what he had going on in his life. Um, the Holy Spirit definitely took over. Uh, but that's probably a moment I will never, ever forget. Um, it was a beautiful experience, you guys. It really was. 
Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, guys, and I just want to I want to hit on one more thing too. Um, I know we may have some listeners of of different faiths. Um, they may not be Christian, um, or maybe even people that are uh, I mean that are atheists that might be listening, um, or agnostic, or somewhere welcome. on that line. You guys are welcome here. Welcome. We're not going to push anything on you guys. So uh, same thing goes to you. If you have questions, uh, if you just want to talk, if you're not here for that, if you're coming in and you're saying I'm never going to get saved, doesn't make a difference to me. I love you just the same. So if you got a question, let me know. If you guys want to talk, uh, you know, definitely hit us up with a comment. Uh, we're, we're just glad to have you guys listening as well. Yeah, there's no special patterns here. Nope. No, mostly everything's on plan. <laughs> that, that's how we roll, guys. Well, well, this is the team. This is part one. I'd say it's uh, episode number six. And part two uh, is coming soon. Make sure you check out the Paths episode, episode five. It's part three. It's uh, titled Tiger King COVID-19. Make sure you check it out. Evan spoke a little bit about the guest. And uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you'd like to see someone as a guest on the show, send us a note at our website at theplugspodcast.com. See you every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern for our new release. Make sure you subscribe and like, and we'll see you later.